Welcome to New Life Miami, and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this word blesses you today. For more information, visit nlmiami.com. We hope to see you soon. And remember, you are loved. may be seated, and um, as you're seated, um, we just welcome you, and we thank you for being here. I got a, I got a couple questions for you before uh, we get started and, and go over some things. Um, the first question that I have is, and here it is, just, just flow with me for a second. If you are a first-time guest, you, you just showed up here, you're a guest here today, Um, Can you just lift up your blue boxes if you received a blue box? Can you just lift it up in the air? Anyone in here? We have a blue box over here. We got blue box, blue box, blue box, blue box, blue box. Back there, we got a blue box. All right, anyone else? No more blue box. A blue box back here. Good, they're still coming up little by little. We We got some blue boxes. All right. Now, if there's anyone here that is a guest and um, did not receive a blue box and you're like, that's not fair. I, I'm here, and I did not get a box. I want a box, and I want it now. Um, th- those boxes are special. Um, in those boxes, you'll you receive a little gift. It's from us to you. And, and what an amazing time as a guest that you get to walk out with something. There's, some co- there's a cool-looking pen in there. You're going to love it. It's going to be your favorite pen to write with. It has meaning to it. it. There's a secret pathway to that pen. It actually opens up, and there's something inside. Just check it out. Um, there's, there's some bracelets in there for you. I'm not going to tell you whether they're plated with stuff and whether they're dipped in stuff or whether they're, they're just made out of silicone or whatever. But there's bracelets in there. And uh, there's a little card there we want you to read. So, so all the blue guests, uh, that you li- all the blue boxes and all the guests, we just want to welcome Can we give them one more hand? Thank you for being here. Awesome, awesome. We know that, that, that God is, is doing something. If you're from this house... We believe that God is doing something. So we got some new guests in the house today. Welcome to new life. Welcome to new life. Amen, amen. So God is definitely doing something. We thank you guys for being here. Everyone have their candles. Lift up your candles. Everyone have a candle? Good, good, good. All right. If you, if you, did not, if you do not have a candle, you missed it. We were giving them out on the way in. But you could go ahead and share with the person right next to you. And you could just hold their hand with the candle. And it, 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 it all work out, man. Praise God. Here at church, uh, before we continue, uh, we're going to sing another song in a little bit, and um, we're going to light those candles up. And I'm not going to take too much of your time. Uh, I know we got our children with us. Some will scream, and my daughter might start crying soon, but don't worry about it. If if your child gets up and comes up here, I'll just hold their hand while I'm speaking. And... um, or, or just, just let, let's just have a good time. It's good that the children are in the presence of God with mom and dad and all of us together. Amen? Amen. So we've been doing something here at church, and it's a, a series called The Gift Exchange. It's a small series. And we've been focusing on Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Uh, when these wise men, and we've been breaking them down, uh, many people will say, oh, the three wise kings, they call them. But we don't know necessarily how many there were. Could have been an entourage, could have been three. But we know that there were three gifts that were given to Jesus. When they went to visit him, they showed up there at the manger finally. And in the passage it says they presented gifts to him of gold, of frankincense, and myrrh. And for the last two weeks we've spoken on each gift. We spoke about gold week one, and then we spoke about frankincense last week. And today what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to ride the wave real quick on myrrh in a few minutes. But it was an amazing encounter 
Here are these ma magi's, magis, and they were royalty. These were astrologers from the east. Pretty much these were your priests from Persia, and we discussed this a little bit on week one. Now, it may have been, like I said, an entourage, and they went to go visit this newborn king. But I think about this, and I say, man, why would these pagan men care so much as to pay respects and give gifts fitting for a king? The reality of that is, here's the answer, it's royalty honoring royalty. These were priests from the king of Persia. I want you to remember some 500 years before Jesus' birth, something very important happened in Persia. Daniel was in Persia. He was taken, remember? But when he was there, found God placed favor in his life, and he was raised up. And Daniel, as he was in Persia, he spoke. And he spoke of the coming Messiah that was to come, Israel's Messiah. And he spoke a lot, and he taught about this Jesus, or not Jesus necessarily, but of this Messiah that was to come. And his teachings and his stories were passed down for 500 years. That's the only sense of it all. So here we have Persia now, 500 years later, and they still remember these stories from Daniel. And they too are awaiting the king, a king that Daniel spoke about, prophesied of, and who have taught of. And finally, they hear about this newborn king. And, and finally, these priests from Persia say, can we go and pay respects to the one that even Daniel was speaking about some 500 years ago? It's a powerful story. How the Messiah, how his, how his story kept being passed down till he finally was here in the flesh. And the first gift that they give him was gold. And we spoke about gold, how it was royalty and kingship. It means that we were singing it, Emmanuel, that here is the king, God with us. I want to read a passage of scripture real quick. Because gold is given to Jesus, but in return, he hands the gold over to us. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, Look at this passage. It'll come up in the screen. Here it is. It says, but you are the ones chosen by God. Chosen for the high calling of priestly work, of royal priesthood. You are chosen. You're a chosen generation to be a holy people, God's instruments to do his work and to speak out for him, to tell others of the night and day difference that he's made in you and for you. You've been turned, listen to this, from nothing to something. From rejected to accepted. How many of you could praise the Lord that he has caused that in our lives? I could. And this is Christmas. I told you. Hey, come on, Dad. This is Christmas, and, and this is what it's about. It's about Jesus. What, what do you mean? It's about Jesus, the gift that gave. He, he, we hold this gold now. We, we now, Christ is royal. Christ is king, and in return, he makes us royal, and he makes us priestly. And he says now that we are chosen, and he says now that we are holy. He says that he turned our night to day, our nothing to something, our rejection to acceptance. I could praise God for that, and I could thank him for that. And that's what Christmas is about. He gave us, he gave us his gold. How many of you could say he gave me his gold? And like if that's not enough, then they give them frankincense. And if you were here for week two, frankincense is the priesthood, the holiness, or the righteousness of Christ. In 2 Corinthians 5.21, one translation says it like this. It says, for God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin 
so that we could be made right with God through Christ. He, he handed frankincense to us. That, I, I don't know if you remember that I shared this, that, that it was our sinship in exchange for his kingship. For his righteousness. My sin for his righteousness. He carried that so that I could receive his righteousness. And because of that fact right there, I love what Hebrews 10 says. Uh, I'm going to read from 19 all the way to 22. It says, now we could boldly enter into heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. That by his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts fully trusting him. For our guilty consciences have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean and our bodies have been washed with pure water. And that's good. I read these passages and I get it, guys. That we now, as his priesthood, as receivers of holiness, acceptors of righteousness, we have an open way to his holy presence. Can I get your attention for a moment? There is not one traditional thing. There is not one religious thing. There is not one ceremonial thing. There is not one set of action that you need to take. In Christ now, he gives you full access into the presence, into his throne. You, you, don't, have to, you don't have to be good to get into his presence. You get into his presence and he will transform you and he will cause you to be righteous. Many of us say, well, let me just get better and then I'll go to church. Let me just get better and then I'll go to Christ. How about you just come to Christ and watch him just make you better? Man. I believe that this is true. His frankincense is honest and he declares us as holy. Can you say that? Maybe to the person next to you, that'll be cool. Hey, he declares me as holy. Some of you guys are scared to say that, huh? Could you pick something else, another word but holy? <laughs> Last night was Noche Buena. Shame on you. Declares you as holy. He gives us a pass into a presence, his presence, that at once it would have left us dead if we even entered. Think about that for a moment. He handed frankincense to us. He handed gold to us, and we cherish that now. Because Christ is not a God that keeps it to himself. But Christ is a God that gave all of himself so that now you can receive him fully. Man, praise God. That's what Christmas is. God gave you his fullness in Jesus Christ, his son. How many of you could say amen? And then what I want to touch up on today, and we'll sing one more song. It's smurr. If you look up myrrh, it really represents suffering. It represents death to self. It represents the resurrection that comes from this suffering and even death in Jesus' life. But if you know anything about myrrh during this time, myrrh is very interesting glue, paste, even oil. And it was used to embalming dead bodies. So they give Jesus myrrh as a man that should die as prophetic of what he was going to encounter and what he was going to enter into, the cross and the torturing, the death, the sacrifice. 
And the truth is, Jesus does die. But you know what's amazing? He doesn't die just to stay dead, not to leave his followers hopeless. He doesn't die so that he could be the biggest bust in Israel's history or in mankind's history. He died so that, as he said, would happen in John chapter 2, verse 19, when he says, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. It's powerful. I'm going to read some scripture and let scripture do what scripture does. In 1 Corinthians 15, 15, 16, and 17, it says this. Paul speaking, he says, And we apostles would all be lying about God, for we have said that God raised Christ from the grave, but that can't be true if there is no resurrection of the dead. And if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless, and you still are guilty of your sins. How many of you could say that Christ came and he died, but there was also a resurrection that followed? I'll get to that. I'll wrap it up in a second, and you see how it all makes sense. Amen. And in 2 Corinthians 4.14, it says, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus, he died, but he was raised up, will also raise us up with Jesus. I can't wait for that day to be risen up with Christ, to kick it with Christ, reign with him. And in 1 Corinthians 6.14, it says, and God both raised up the Lord, and he will also raise up us up by his what? By his power. Uh, the third one is myrrh, and I want to tell you today, he gave us his myrrh, just like he gave us his frankincense, and just like he gave us his gold. Listen to this. In following Christ, there, there may be suffering. Hey, any of you have ever suffered before? Wow, I'm the only one. That's awesome. That's crazy. I thought I had some other sufferers in here. Oh, good, I have one person. In following Christ, there may be suffering. And if you've followed Christ long enough, you got it. You, 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 you've come to realize that just because you serve Christ, all of life's problems don't go away. All of suffering does not go away. That there still may, may be hardships. That, that man walking on this narrow path, man, it's very unpopular. And at times, man, I really find a lot of difficulties in serving Jesus. Hey, it's, it's been there since the beginning of time. The children of Israel left Egypt, for goodness sakes, 400 years in slavery with scars because, because of the whips that they received. And, and, and you could just imagine the, the torturing. And in the middle of being set free from Egypt in the wilderness, they said, Moses, send us back. Take us back. We're better off in slavery than being free in the wilderness. Why? Because they still had a bound, a suffering mentality. They were free physically, but we know that mentally they were still bound. So, so we get this, that, that man, this, this stuff is serious. And, and sometimes there still can be a suffering and hardships and difficulties. And this myrrh is on us. And, and when you think about myrrh, it's this bitter gum, bitter oil that was used. And it may seem like a process. Our lives sometimes called bitter. Jesus' story was bitter from the birth he's born from mary and as soon as he's born they find out oh herod um, wants to kill all the children and they're like oh great so they have to leave and flee to egypt to save jesus already from birth he was already looked at and tried to be killed and taken it was bitter from the beginning but you know what Jesus says? As life can be bitter, 
He still wants us to, to fully receive him, trust him, to die to all ourselves. He says this in Matthew 16, 25. Listen to this. Whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake, he will find it. Life can get difficult and can and may be bitter at times, but, but, but surrender all of yourself. Keep giving it all up. Die to yourself daily. And I promise you that if you die to yourself, you're going to find life in dying. That if you try to live life to the fullest here on earth to achieve whatever it is that the earth gives, at the end, you're not going to receive full life. That there is a bitterness of what is myrrh in this suffering, in this difficulty, in this hardship. But I'm going to make sure I end with this truth. But in the midst of what may be and can be a bitterness, listen to this. There is something called a resurrection. And there is a resurrection power over us that raised Jesus from suffering, from pain, from hurt, from betrayal, from death. And it will also raise you up from whatever it is that you face. And if you don't believe that, then what's your faith laid on? Who is this Christ who we just sang to? Who is this Christ who we bow down to and we worship? If we go through it, he's also going to lift us up from it. How many of you could say amen? amen. That's the God that we serve. You know, there's a powerful passage, and I'm going to end with this passage. And it's in Titus chapter 3. I'm going to read verses 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. It says this. For we ourselves were also once foolish. We were disobedient. Anyone here ever just foolish? How about disobedient? Deceived. We were serving various lusts and pleasures. We were living in malice. We were living in envy. I could go back and start from the beginning. We ourselves... We're hateful, hated one another. Verse 4, but when the, I love the but, right? But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared. You know what that is, right? Emmanuel, God with us. When, when Christ appeared, we were foolish and disobedient and deceived and we were lustful. And we were living in malice and envy and hated and hated people. But when Jesus Christ appeared that, 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 that's Christmas <laughs> when, when Christmas happened the malice the envy the hatred all that stuff changed when, when Christmas took place and the Savior appeared not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us through the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit whom he poured out on us abundantly, here's Christmas, through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, that we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. That's powerful. Powerful scripture. Powerful passage. We once were horrible. Did you catch the first verse? But it ends up awesome. We once were nasty. But man, it ends up being so pure. 
Man, the aroma will stink. Oh, man, but the aroma that comes out later, oh, it's precious. Well, why? 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 Because of Christmas. Because of the Savior that appeared to man to wash them clean through the Holy Spirit. How many of you could praise the Lord? Because watch this. Hold on, hold on, watch this. Because when we talk about Christmas, it's not really that we've made it. It's not really about the gifts under the tree. But it's the gift that died on the tree. It's the gift that gave at the tree. Not the gifts that we wake up to in our trees. How many of us can praise the Lord because really we ran into this Jesus. And ever since he ran into us, our lives have never been the same again. Man, amen to that. Now, maybe you never have. And maybe you're like, I, I need this Jesus. Well, today's a perfect day for you to receive this Jesus. I'm going to ask you all to stand with me. And in a moment, I'm going to ask a brother to come up here. I want to, to share something. But before I ask someone to come up here, as you just examine your heart for a moment, as you examine your life, this is what I want you to do. Maybe you're of the faith. Maybe you've already trusted in Christ. But today, you've recognized that that Jesus has given you his gold, his frankincense, his myrrh, and you just need all of him today. And you just say, I need to repent. I need to ask for forgiveness of my sins. I need to truly repent of my sins. And I need to ask God to come into my life. I need Christ, who I know who died on the cross for my sins, who has redeemed me. I need him today in my life. If that's you today, can you raise your hand? Every eye closed, you don't have to worry about it. Amen. Anyone else need to receive Jesus today? Maybe you've done it before, but this is your first time. You just, I got to do this. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Church, can you help me? There, there's nothing really in this prayer, but it's just in confessing it that it will stir something in them. Can you help me pray this? If you just raised your hand, pray this with me. The church is going to help you. Let's say this. Say, Jesus, thank you for giving yourself to me. I admit that I am a sinner in need of repentance. So forgive me of all my sins. I know you died on the cross for my sins. And today I receive you. And I declare you as Lord and Savior. Take all of me and transform it into your image. So that I may reign with you in eternity one day. And that I may reign with you on earth starting today I declare it in Jesus name and together we say amen amen, amen. come on give God some praise where's Maori at Maori here Maori Maori's gonna come up here for a second Maori just come up here and this is Maori as he makes his way up here he came up here he gave some announcements if you raise your hand if you raise your hand this is Maori. Just stand up here just in case so everyone can see your face again. This is Maori. Maori's going to be standing right back there. There's, there's an arch right back there. There's, there's an arch. I don't know if you could see it. Okay, there's a hallway. You, 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 not where the door is at, but there's an open hallway. Maori's going to walk right over there right now. And if you said that prayer for the first time and you accepted Jesus, Maori wants to share something with you guys. 
Marty wants to talk to you, and he wants to plug you in. And we believe that God wants to do some amazing things. And if you don't have a home, we want to say welcome to our nest called New Life. We welcome you home. We welcome you home. Amen. Amen. So Marty's going to make his way over there. You could join him. You could join him if you did say that prayer. And, and this is what I want to do. As Marty goes over there, you could go even after the song. He'll be there. He'll be waiting for after the song. But, but I want to do something awesome. I, I, I was speaking to someone. And in a moment, we're going to light up our candles. And, and I'm going to ask my brother, Adrian, just to come up here. I think there's a mic. I'm going to give him a mic. You know, yeah, let's give him this mic right here. And um, I love Adrian very much. Um, Adrian's a special guy. He's, as soon as he, he's come in here and he's, he's just been knitted to us and I believe us to him. And we thank him for, for everything that he does here. And, and um, we, we just know some great things are ahead for Adrian. And um, I, I'm just proud to be in, in, next to him and have many conversations with him and, and just to hear what God is doing in his life. And um, I've asked him to share and... Um, you're going to get a kick out of this because he's just an amazing person. And um, just receive and, and, and let's see what he has to say. I think you're going to be blessed. Well, uh, Merry Christmas, family. Christmas. Praise God, right? Um, I just want to say that as this year is coming to an end, I can say that I'm, I'm blessed in so many ways. Uh, first, for my own personal relationship with Christ. Uh, I've grown so much in this past year spiritually. You know, and I honestly couldn't have done that by myself. It was with the help of you guys. Um, we make war together. Uh, we hug each other. And as the nine-year anniversary, everybody up here said it. There's so much love in this place. And I consider you guys my family. My real family's here. And that's all of you guys. Okay? And, uh, and iron sharpens iron, right? So that's, that's what we're made here to do. And, um, and also, I just couldn't... I couldn't be here also without the help of my better half, Charlene. Right? You see her running around on social media, recording everything. And, um, and yeah, bro, I really couldn't have done it without her. She's been, she's been through this journey with me for two years already. And, um, and we're just praying for each other. We're always going to war. We're always bettering each other. We love each other unconditionally. And growing together in faith has been something so truly wonderful, you know. And uh, she's my soulmate. She's the one that uh, that God made for me, you know. Come up here, Shirley. I just want to tell you that I love you. With. I just want to tell you that I love you with all of my life and um, I couldn't have done it without you these past two years have been amazing and it's just been so wonderful to have you by my side and having your family accept me the way that they have and I just want you to make me the happiest man in this world will you marry me Hasta llorando se ve tan linda, ¿verdad? Uh, thank you for sharing this moment with us. Uh, you guys are amazing. 
She did say yes. Yes. Okay, good. Good, good. Awesome. Congratulations. Make sure you give them a hug. Make sure you congratulate them. Um, I want to get a picture in here because, you know, this is awesome picture. Anyway, so right crying. there. Yeah, you're crying. Leave the tears there. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Eli. Yeah, Eli's awesome. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. Awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. You know, we believe here that, um, that we do things right. And, um, and, I, and I'll, I'm gonna, I'll speak openly. I, I told Adrian and Charlene, I said, Adrian and Charlene, it's time that we do things right. Amen? And... Uh, before I even had to tell them anything, they were like, no, we know what's right. And Adrian um, knew that this was the step that he had to take. Charlene knew it. And um, give them hugs today, bombard them today, love them today, and um, that God would use them to do great things for his kingdom. How many of you could say amen? Amen. amen. Awesome. That's good, man. Awesome. Familia, gracias por estar aquí. La familia de Adrián y Charlene. Is that how you say your name in Spanish? Chalene. 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 ¿Cómo se dice? Chalene. Chalene. Hey. You know what? Something took him to um, finally light up his heart to do what he did. And um, in us, Christ as well. I believe this with, on the cross. He proposed to us, amen? amen. And he gave, us, he gave us that ring. And he, on that cross, said, will you marry me? Will you marry me? I'm, here I am. I give you all of me. I give you my blood. I give you my body. Look at the whips on my back. Look at the thorns on my head. Look at the lashes. I did this because I love you. Will you marry me? And I believe the cross was your engagement. So if you're like, I'm waiting for my honey, I'm telling you today that your baby, your honey, your pumpkin, you, you know, we have people here that say pookies and all that stuff. Man, your love, your whatever it is, He's here. His name is Jesus. He's engaged. He's proposed to you. He loves you. He wants to make you his. So, man, rejoice in that. So, this is what we're going to do. We're going to ask some of the guys to come up here and they're going to go ahead and they're going to light up the candles to the edge here. And as they go ahead and light up the candle, this is what we want you to do. Are you ready? Be very careful. Adults, can I get your attention? Adults, can I get your attention? Keep the candles away from your children. I know they want to hold it, but we love them so much. We don't want them to get burned. And if you're going to give it to them, just hold that candle very sturdy in their hand. You hold it in their hand. Okay, remember this is wax. Yeah. Hold it, but no fire. This is wax. We love our church. We love our chairs. Amen? Hey, let's go ahead and let's worship the Lord with one more song. Let's praise him. He is the light of this world. If you could praise him with me. He gave his light in the midst of our darkness. Let's go ahead and let's sing one more song. And let's lift up these candles to the light of our life. The light of the world. And let's sing one more song to our Savior.